Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! We're live. We got Dan and Brian Barker Herder. Two brothers and two. I think this is the first time we have brothers on the K4 card. This is uh, pretty exciting stuff. Two South Towns MMA guys, so we know that you guys are going to bring action. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you on the K4 card. Looking forward to welcoming you, you back to the K4 card. Yep. Absolutely. So your last <laughs> fight was a little bit of a war. Um, it was super fun to watch. Uh, in the pocket, you guys exchanged crazy. And then besides for that, you dominated the fight with your wrestling and grappling skills. So uh, that was a pretty exciting fight to watch. Um, is that what nice you expect from guys? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Brian's like the hardest worker that I know. And I know that he's done a lot of uh, lots of grappling, lots of jujitsu. And um, I know for a fact that Brian's fight is going to be very, very technical. And hopefully I get to watch it. But he might fight before me. But um, I know that my fight, there's like kind of a pattern with it where it's always a war no matter what. But I kind of like it that way. It's fun. Man, I got to say, you have some really good top pressure. I came down to South Towns uh, a while ago, and I roll with you, dude. And your your pressure on top is really, really good. Like, you have good top control, you feel like. Good saw blue belt on top. Your pressure's really good. Your passing is good. And I was uh I was excited to actually watch you fight. And man, you proved me right on the commentary when I was saying how good you are on top, and it really showed in that fight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I didn't really do too much of uh, jujitsu, which is actually very surprising. Like I think I've only been to like three classes, but I learned everything from Brimo, honestly. <laughs> Primo's a savage dude. He's old school, hard knocks kind of guy. I'm uh, glad things are starting to go a little bit better for him. I know he was having a little bit of a rough time there. So uh love and prayers out to Primo like always. So hopefully he gets his, his stuff together. And you know, women are tough. Sometimes you just need to like bury him in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, don't get no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> So what can we expect out of you, Brian? Uh, the K4 fans haven't seen you fight yet. Uh, what, what are you going to bring to the cage? What am I going to bring to the cage? <laughs> well, a whole lot of me, a whole lot of, uh, you know, my game plan that I come up with when I go into things, it's very uh, strategic. When I fight, I try to do it in a way where I do moves and I position myself into a place that's going to help me get to the next position and get an advantage. So that's, that's my style. And what I'm going to bring is hopefully some, hopefully some wows. What weight are you fighting at, Brian? 125. Man. So you, um, you actually might not be short for the weight class. Yeah, that, that would I'm be, short for any weight yeah, class, dude. It yeah. don't matter. <laughs> What's up, Bob? Good to see you, man. Um, how tall are you? I'm five foot. 
Oh man, you guys! I, are... I tell people I'm. I tell people I'm five. I tell people I'm five one, five two sometimes. But I'm really like medically, I'm five foot tall. <laughs> medically. <laughs> yeah, I lied on my driver's license. My driver's yeah. license says that I'm five four. <laughs> I'm five three, bro. <laughs> That's how it is. So, do you guys date like taller girls or shorter girls? Uh. Usually taller girls, honestly, which is very surprising. I don't really like it because when I hug them, like, like my face is not where I want my face to be. Um, Isn't that good? Like it's right in their, their chest, right? It's it's uh, more where their um, collarbone is. Like my face just like kind of like fits right here in that nook. Oh. It's kind of like, hey, <laughs> so, what the hell is this? So what he's saying is they're not tall enough for him. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah, find a little bit taller girl. What do you gotta do? Like yeah. like what was that? I'm sorry. Just give them a double and then y'all be the same size on the ground. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We're off the rails already. I love it. Uh, it can only go like that with us. Sorry, guys. Um <laughs> Where did you how how did you get your wrestling started, man? You have some really good takedowns. Um, I've just always been that meathead, honestly. Like, like I remember back in high school, we would learn like the technique, and then we would learn the Dan way to do it, which is <laughs> I just I just like blast through them, honestly. But yep, whenever we go over a move, he coach would always say, unless you're Dan. This move would be like this, and that's <laughs> how it is. So he kind of he kind of embodies that. Like I said, like it's always a war, you know. I mean, like half the time I'm not even thinking, which maybe I should learn to start thinking more and then learn how to win instead of like just going pure primal animal. But yeah, that is something that I want to work on. I think but, uh, primal animal works pretty good for k4 fans i mean we like the show that you bring like it, it really is exciting to watch you fight and uh your shorts help that out too and like i uh primo uh, compliments on the shorts i like your shorts when you came out too oh yeah then that's the mat that that's it tripping short <laughs> yeah i was thinking about wearing my other pair but i kind of like the tie shorts honestly i like to not feel like i'm weighed down i don't want anything to like touch my knees it's weird, but yeah, I understand that. I wish I could fight in in, in my underwear. Honestly, <laughs> you could so, try. I bet you they wouldn't stop you. Really? Come on with a speedo. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. If you wear like a pair of like I don't know something something tight, and then uh, like your cup, and then your your underwear over the top, I'm sure you'd be fine. <laughs> I might do that fun. next fight. I might just wear only underwear. <laughs> yeah. That, that well, you probably need a cup, or they're probably not like, in the cage. So, well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> underwear and a cup that you should only my jock strap, nothing else. Oh, I do that. I would, I would, uh, I would like to see that probably. Uh, <laughs> not the way it's not. He may throw a dollar bill at you. I will when you walk by, I'll throw dollars <laughs> at you, dog. Jared <laughs> at least. said, uh, thinking of overrated. He's uh, he, he obviously doesn't think so much, and then he typed is because he thinking is overrated okay. and uh Skylar says compression shorts are the best um i uh i finally got my first pair of like span xe uh shorts and uh i really like them i'm warm when i came to south towns man those 
they're they're a little uh, um, um, I want to say the word gay, but uh, I don't know. I guess they they feel a little bit gay because they're like so tight yes. and they squeeze. But um, they're they're great to train in. They uh, they don't move around like the other shorts, and they're really good to kick in. Um, no matter how I cut my shorts, like I usually cut the the seams even more for my tie shorts. And they always seem to be in a way when I kick, and I always like I'm always adjusting my shorts a little bit when I kick. Um, I really like the really tight compression spandex shorts because they're really good to kick in. Wow. What, what kind of shorts are you gonna wear uh, <laughs> over there, Bry? <laughs> well, I got multiple. I got multiple oh, pairs. Dude, these are great. I got multiple pairs. Uh, one of them is more of a 3D print one. The other one is more of just a black and gray but uh the slogan on them is jesus didn't tap uh -huh. and got one's got a lion face and a big cross and yeah it's cool like this blue pattern and the other one's like more plain but i don't know those are the type of gear that i like it's a nice slogan i think that's pretty cool are you guys religious uh me more than him long story but i'm not but he is nothing wrong with that all right, I know Kung we got Kung we Kung have forever, story. so you can't say long story and not tell us the story. Now I need to know the story. I don't even think I know this story, dude. This is gonna get a little bit personal. I like okay. it. All yeah. right, I guess I'll get a little personal with it. So, so there I was, a non-believer. Okay, <laughs> and I was just sick of feeling down and feeling like I'm not a good person. So I just opened the Bible one day and started reading. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is complete bull crap. I'm like, wow, these stories are absolutely ridiculous. And then I just kept reading. And then, you know, some things make sense. And there's a lot of things in that book that really make you rethink uh, everything around you and rethink how you see people and your morals and what is valuable and what you really should be spending your time on and just words of wisdom. And I liked reading the words of wisdom and I kind of built some of myself on that. And so here I am just trying to be better. That's kind of the story behind that. Wow. So you, you were in a pretty low place when you, and you just started reading the Bible and then just started clicking. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, didn't even click at first, but I just, I kept trying, you know, so, but I wouldn't say I'm in the lowest place. I'm very fortunate, you know, uh, a lot of people have it worse than me, but with what I had going on, you know, you can, you can always feel like there's some sort of personal struggle that you got to overcome, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, it's important to you. So that was just my way of getting through it. So Plus, there was a church girl there too. Yeah, she, yeah, she was a nice looking church girl. Listen, listen, we we went to church together. It was cool. It was great. And then, yeah, she uh, refuses to go because of me now. Oh, dude, I didn't even know that. You didn't know? Dang. You didn't know that? Yeah, it was wildly. Yeah. Wildly I went wildly. to the yearly summit and I just ate all the food. Yeah. And then I haven't been back there. It was, it was shortly after that she said that we shouldn't text or see each other. <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, anyways, I'm still going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but trying to make guys do the crazy stuff. 
Man, how bad were you that she uh she <laughs> gave up on God? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I didn't think I was that bad, but I guess I was. Yeah. Gee. Damn. She's she was very, very You must very have been god awful, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so you like she like watches church online, or if she does go, she'll go. She'll sit upstairs and watch it on the screen, upstairs instead of being in the same room as me. Yeah, we gotta do this podcast more often. <laughs> I don't even know any of this, yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I live with them. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's pretty good. We're, we're good at getting the dirt, man. Me and Ray, uh, me and Ray make oh, it yeah. happen somehow. You came and you the master of it. So we, we had this uh, Mark Hall on, and uh, he fought in the UFC for a while, and he was telling us all this stuff about how he goes to church and he goes to study group and, and all this stuff. And then I don't know what happened. Like two seconds later, he was talking about tying up a stripper with duct tape and putting her in his trunk. Not even then, a stripper, uh, a hooker. <laughs> a hooker, oh, yeah. yeah. A hooker, not even a stripper, a hooker. And then, uh, he's like, yeah, you're going to race that part, right? And we're like, no. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was begging me all week. Oh, can you please delete that? Can you tell your friend to delete that? I was like, yeah, he ain't going to do it. Yeah, well, it's easy to ask for forgiveness, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully there's not a similar story for you. I'm I'm just saying that that poor girl. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm staying away. I'm good. You know, you know what it is? Yeah, right here. Good. I'm trying to read the flag in the background. What is that flag about? I it's love it. It's an amendment written in cursive. Actually, with a two in, on the blue part. See here, check us out. Oh heck yeah! Oh yeah! Nice. Oh yeah, and uh, and we got yeah. American nice. Yeah, I love it. all over uh, the place. Just don't show them the rest of the room. We're not gonna. We're <laughs> not gonna the rest of the room. Oh boy, I don't want to know. There's probably stuff yeah, that's just not be walls. shared we shouldn't on the have podcast. On our walls, but it's just funny. The rest is all like sex toys and shotguns, so we don't want to, <laughs> oh, we we don't want to see that way. That way. Oh, do we show them it? No, no, we do, no, 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 we're, we're not gonna. We're not gonna show them. We can't. Not gonna do it. Can't do it. I'll say it, but I ain't gonna show it. We okay. got a whip hanging on the wall over there next to the guitar. I call that man. These guys are crazy. I love them. They're gonna be dead in case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As long as you support the Second Amendment, make sure you check out Armstrong's Armory because they are one of the sponsors for K4. So always check out Armstrong's Armory for your firearm needs. I definitely got to go there. I yeah. got to get me a couple guns. Yeah, I still got to get my pistol permit. I really I really want to get my pistol permit. Yeah, it's on the bucket list. Yeah, we yeah. turned 21 in two weeks. So oh, yeah, I definitely plan on getting a pistol permit. But Are you guys twins? Yeah. 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 Damn, I didn't know that yeah, either. Come on, yeah. Of course we are. Yep. Double trouble, okay, man. Who was first? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Who got who got who into uh MMA? Who got who into it? Yeah, who who started doing MMA or did you guys just do it together? Like who who started with MMA? I got into MMA because one of my buddies from high school, he started going. And then I got out of the Marines, and then I started doing it. Yeah, yeah, it basically all started back in wrestling, where, you know, 
the dream of getting into it was there and the trigger didn't really get pulled until a little bit after high school. And then he started doing it and then I started doing it. And then, you know, I was just doing some uh, jujitsu until I jumped into this and then I fully jumped into this and here I am. So, yeah. So yeah, he was first for a couple months before me and then I started. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the hardest part, about this whole uh, MMA, you know, like thing really is we have to drive an hour, like just to train every day. So it's really inconvenient. And like, there was a point where I took like six months off because it was the middle of winter and I just couldn't get there. So I don't know how this winter is going to look. I don't know if I'm going to move closer or what's going to happen, but Winter is definitely going to suck. It's going to suck. Where you guys live at? Warsaw. Warsaw. It's probably oh, okay. 55 minutes away from the gym, South Towns, Hamburg. Okay, yeah. So. Let me ask you guys this. Who's a better wrestler? I mean, Brian took second and I took third in the whole section. Um, I know that Brian has, has beaten multiple state reps. And the only dude that he lost to in the whole sectional tournament was a four-time national champion. Oh shit! Um, I just had the flu really bad, and like, we I took third. Did, yeah. I think my only loss I lost by like one point, and I blacked out like halfway through the match, and I couldn't even breathe. It was rough. not to like make an excuse or anything, but, but we like, were that both shit really sucked. we were really sick at that tournament. It yeah. was just, it was a struggle. Like I had two uh, wins in overtime right in a row. Oh yeah, that was I hard. had to go to overtime final takedown. Because you know, couldn't breathe. Had to really, you know, had to dig deep for it. So. What crayon tastes the best? Uh, definitely the purple <laughs> one. I love grapes. Um, I actually have a tattoo of a box of crayons on my right leg. Uh, you guys, maybe you've seen it or not. Um, I know that my super cool, awesome, swaggy shorts show that tattoo as well. Um, but yeah, dude, definitely the purple one. <laughs> He loves Marines. He's a Marine too. He, uh, uh, I don't know. He's an old Marine. So, uh, <laughs> what, when did you get out there? Like 1982? Damn. <laughs> That's cold, Kate, man. Oh, uh, no, it's cold. He's not that old. He's younger than me. So, I don't know. Amazing. He's wow. on testosterone, though. So, maybe he's older <laughs> than me. I don't know. All the seekers are coming out. 2003, he, uh, he got out of Marines. Oh, damn. I was in New York around that time selling drugs. You were one years old. Yeah, dude, we're we're still babies. We're in the hospital still, honestly. <laughs> Damn, I had my first fight in 1995. Mm. Dang. Mm. I think my dad was still in high school when you. Had your first fight, <laughs> I could be your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Maybe that's why you guys are so crazy. Yeah, maybe that's why I got a cauliflower ear pretty bad now. Like, I couldn't even hear out of it. I don't know how well you guys can see it. but Oh, yeah, we see it. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. It's starting to look like mine. I know. I'm getting there. I'm almost like the caveman. Almost. Yeah. By and it's only started- actually, actually, this ear blew up as soon as Brian started training with me about three weeks ago. And I was just eating left hooks. And I was like, bro, bro, hit me with one more left hook. I swear to God. 
And then he hits me with one more, and it just blows up. Ah, didn't mean it. But happens. Yeah. So when you wrestle, who takes who down? Uh, this one's just 50-50, honestly. Um, I don't know. Recently, I've been I've been really good for just no reason. So recently, <laughs> me. But a few weeks ago, yeah, it was all Brian. But well, you know, I just, I'm not allowed to touch him because I don't want to re-injure his ear. So I, you know, yeah, like every time, like he's trying to grab me, I'm like, bro, my ear, bro, my ear, and then I just shoot like a blast double leg or something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll let him take credit this time, but you know, we all know, we we both know what really goes on. So. Do you guys train at home a lot? At at home, you said? Yeah, like you guys live together, like you can get a lot of training at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we roll. We've been rolling around for years. Yeah, right. Living room, every disagreement, we roll around. Yeah, yeah. that's part of the reason that our wrestling is like so good is because we literally do it every day, every, and yeah. it's not even like we go somewhere and then we train. We just like randomly were like. All right, bro. First takedown wins, oh, and if yeah. you get taken down, you're gay. And that's and then we just that's what we always yeah. used to play for like probably around ten years now. Yeah. Do you guys wrestle in, in a uh, family cookout? Yes, we've done it. There's a there's videos of us rolling down the the hill at you know at our uncle's. I, I did it. I did it a few times for a, a cousin. It was fun. Yeah, that's why I stopped wearing um, cargo shorts to the family function because I would just ruin them. Always he yelled at <laughs> Always he yelled at for ruining the shorts. Always. Brand new shorts. Always grass strains. Stains yeah. all over my shorts, man. Yeah. yeah. Ray, are you talking about Adam? No. Oh, uh, you wrestle Adam and I was going to dump you on your head. You better look out, dude. <laughs> You're a killer. I was, I was talking about Nico Burgos. Me and him glad at the family uh, – Get together. Nice. <laughs> so you guys train a lot of South Towns. Um, how many guys you guys got on the card? Total. Four. Four. I think four. Yeah. It'll be me, Cedric, Brian, and Brett Balone. Yeah. So yeah. There's a nice little crew. Anyone else getting on or just be the four of you? I think it, it's it's only us four. Uh one of my good buddies that likes to train a lot um he kind of wants to get into boxing so like there i don't know if there's any uh promotions where like straight only boxing is with mma i have no idea but i haven't even seen one yet um i wish that he would kickbox on the same card but he doesn't want to kickbox yeah it is what it is but that's rough. Maybe uh, Cas- uh, Angelo Casicone could put something like that together. I know he's doing an MMA kickboxing card <laughs> soon in November. Um, maybe he could get you guys all on together, too. I know it's gonna And then uh, Joe Taylor does it, too. Yeah, Joe Taylor does boxing, but he doesn't do MMA on it. Oh, he does boxing and kickboxing. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, he does boxing and kickboxing. Yeah, I'm not going to kickbox. I told myself that I was never going to kickbox. And then I was like, maybe Muay Thai. And then uh, Gabe Vega came over, and he probably swept me like five times in like thirty seconds. I'm like, I just want to take you down and choke you out so bad, bro. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm not doing Muay Thai, bro. Muay Thai is where it's not too like I'm. I'm telling you, you can learn to clinch. It's not that if you can wrestle, you can clinch. Like it's just like Greco, really, because you can't touch the legs. So it's just um, 
just crack with punches and knees. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like the four ounce gloves though. I like to feel light on my feet. Yeah. I just hate boxing Yo, bro, gloves. Don't choke me, he says. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching. <laughs> oh man. Gabe's awesome. He's uh he's got a really tough fight in King of Hines, man. That's the right now still the fight of the card. Uh Cedric and, and Bell, that's another great fight. Oh my god. There's yeah. a lot of good fights on this card already. Um then we got Skyler and uh Reichardt. That's the uh, the fight everyone's talking about. And then uh man, I'm excited to see the brothers on the card too. I'm really excited oh, yeah. to see Brian debut. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know anything about your opponents? My guy's really tall and really skinny. <laughs> yeah. Don't know my Wait, what was <laughs> then people were saying he looked like the Joker or something like that? Oh yeah, that's his opponent. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he <laughs> kind of looks nice. like uh Heath Ledger. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, not he became the Joker, yeah. That's what he looks like. He's like my guy's tall. It's like everyone's taller than me. That's not anything. Yeah, I just I kind of when I see somebody that's taller than me that I'm gonna go up against in any form of like combat, it doesn't really phase me that much because I ain't used to anybody being at my level, you know. And I I kind of like it, you know. I kind of like being able to, you know, I get underneath them easy, you know. And it's just it's normal for me to know that, you know, sure, maybe the arms are a little bit longer and they got more reach, but it doesn't really bother me too much. So I'm ready for it. It's a huge The one thing that I really do not like about super tall guys is I always look and see how large, like, their forearms are. And then I'm like, oh, dude, he's got really skinny forearms. I don't like that because I know for a fact he's going to slip that right underneath my chin and it's going to feel like a sword and it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're tall. I mean, very lean. Yeah. The, it gives you a huge advantage. They, they're really going to have a hard time taking you down, though. The, the height difference is, is really uh, is really good for stopping takedowns and not so good for punching. <laughs> yeah. I love how you're in a pocket and you throw those little short shots. You're very powerful for not even like turning your hips over. Like you can be like a really yeah, solid puncher. Um, I just like throwing punches in really high volume because it allows me to see more. You know, because like the other guy isn't really focused when I'm throwing five punches to his one punch, or you know, like four punches to his two punches. You know, it just kind of—I don't know—it just kind of like helps me lock in more. Yeah, you, so. you got to set the pace, and, you know, if, if you're the aggressor, then you have the, you know, advantage of he's trying to react to what you're giving him, so. Yeah. I was going to say something. I'm going to change topics a little bit. I'm going to go into what is a regular – um, what's a regular week of training like for you guys? I've never – I've never had – I. My brother doesn't train, so I was never able to train with my brother. But not only are your brothers, you guys are twins, and you live together. So what's what's a week of training like for you guys? How often are you training? How much are you training at home? How much are you training at the gym? Like, what's it like? Well, we're constantly talking about moves, and, like, we're constantly talking about strategy. Um, yeah. On the way there, on the way home, like, we're talking about everything that we did. On the way there, like, we're talking about things that we want to do. 
And then when we get home, let's say Brian missed a day because his car breaks down or something, which actually happens a lot, but we're not going to get off track here. Uh, uh, Brian misses a day or like even, you know, like four days in a row or something, you know, like whatever, something crazy. Then I got to come home. Then I'm like, hey, man, I got like five different moves that I got to show you. And then like Brian sees something. He has a move that he wants to show me, you know, and then we just come over here, right over here. We have a nice little five foot kind of area to like roll around over here. Um, and you know, like we're constantly talking, we're constantly thinking and, uh, making up moves, honestly. Um, yeah, like it really never stops. Like we could be doing anything. It doesn't matter what we're doing. And it, it always relates back to MMA always relates back to some sort of grappling or some sort of technique. And we always try to critique each other, uh, no matter what, you know, like when I watch him spar, you know, and then we get home and then I'm like, Hey man, now that you're, you know, like not, not like in fight mode, I'm going to tell you that I noticed this or when you do this, do that. And, um, yeah, it's just like a constant mental downloading of progress. Yeah. I'd come home from work and the first thing we say is, hey, dude, I got to show you this. Or, hey, this is what I thought of today. And then, you know, we go at it. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays occasionally. And then Sundays I wrestle on the side with a couple buddies, usually every week. And he gets paid to teach. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a couple people from high school, I go and I wrestle with some of my buddies and then. My buddy's kid, I wrestle with him and stuff. So I kind of like help uh, them get better at wrestling and it helps me too because it builds my cardio. So I'm at it, you know, on a good week that no inconveniences happen, like at work or anything like that. And I'm doing it six, seven days a week. So for me personally. And when I do have a a rest day or, or when I'm not doing anything for like – maybe an hour or two, I would say 60% of all of my free time, I'm just watching YouTube. And, you know, I know that uh, John's Jones said that he learned Muay Thai just by watching YouTube. So, and like, that's kind of where I get lots of my, lots of my moves from, lots of my strategy, lots of my instinct, honestly, you know, like the more that you watch, the more that your subconscious is going to automatically do. And that's just what I believe. So that's so cool, man. You guys have such a good setup. You guys are living together and everything. Like, there's so many times I watch a fight or I watch a video online. I want to just try it right away, and I don't got anyone to try it with. I have to like store my memory bank and bring it back to the gym the next day. Like, I, I gotta wait like 20 hours to do it, you know. And that you guys can just be like, oh, hey, come over here. Let's let's try this out real quick. You know, like I want to try this transition from here to here. I want to try like jab, cross, look to the outside, hit the double, like. It's just right there for you guys. You can just always go and do it. I think that's a huge advantage when you guys are getting prepped to, to fight, especially being on the same card. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We don't even ask half the time. We just grab a dude's leg quick. Boom. <laughs> wow. Guess what? Now we're into it. So. That's awesome. Do you guys, like, uh, prep all your food together and everything, too? or Food? Food yeah. prep? Is that what you said? Food prep. Yeah, yeah. 
It's oh, more man, of a vision dive, it looks one, like. One, look at that look at you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're kind of just like, yo, dude, I made this food. It was so good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. While we were at the store, you made food just for yourself. Well, oh, okay. So well. then you come home and then you got to make a meal for yourself. And then sometimes we'll make something. That, like when I cook, I cook enough for other people too. But, you know, when he does it, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, recently, I only eat one meal a day because I'm actually a cook. So I get a free shift meal and I just don't eat other than that, really. You know, but his his free shift meal is like, oh, I have two steaks and six potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. 14 chicken wings (laughs) and the apple cider. (laughs) I think today I made like a giant egg egg burrito looking thing and it was probably enough to feed three people like that was pretty good but yeah that's all i'm eating today <laughs> had like four four over easy eggs in it hash brown avocado cream cheese a little bit of herb mayo uh what else did it have on it it had some bacon in it too you know like a little bit of everything like some spinach in it too and uh yeah that's that was my one meal for the day. Brian's looking sad over there. He's like, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dang, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. 9.30 at night, and I haven't eaten anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, man, what do I cook? Burgers, scrambled eggs, Italian sausage. Yep, that's about it. That's what I eat. So With some tap yeah. water. And the Taco Bell here in town also does pretty good work, so. Oh man, like I've I've always wanted to have someone that like you just train with all the time. And like we stock the fridge with all healthy stuff, and there's no junk food in the house. And like I imagine it'd be all good. You guys are all eating Taco Bell, and like sounds like a sixteen thousand calorie burrito. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we work it off. All right, don't let the don't let the the diet fool you. We work it off plenty. Right. Yeah, like I can pretty much eat anything that I want. Like I'll eat a half gallon of ice cream and I'll still have a six pack. Good to go. Sit ups, go for a run quick, come back, boom. Take yeah. something for your gut quick, you know, a little bit of a little supplement here and there, a little multivitamin, we're good to go. You guys like do sprints together and stuff too? Sometime, uh, sometimes, sometimes, uh, we kind of get heated when we, we do sprints, we though. Really we're like, oh, so you think that you're faster than me. Yeah, so you think that you're better than me. And then we're just mad. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, when we do cardio, it's it's normally individual because, we like, we're always competing. And, and um, I know that there is a giant hill here in town. And I'm always like, hey, man, you want to go run up that hill? And then he's like, not really. <laughs> but, uh. Oh. Yeah, we do got a 40-pound <laughs> weight vest, so every once in a while we'll throw that 40-pound oh, yeah. weight vest on. Oh, yeah. yeah, really good for your legs. Yeah. It's really good for everything. Awesome. Lower back hurts. You know, like you go for like a three-mile hike up in the woods with that baby on. And like, but Ray's just carrying an extra 40 pounds around all the time. He can't even take it off. Sorry, Rams. That was a softball. They pitched it up. You know what, though? I I agree with you, K-Man. I'm feeling it right now. (laughs) With that deep dish pizza. 
yeah, so uh, oh, <laughs> Ray went out, he Sorry. supported Mikey Stevens today. Uh, Mike Stevens fundraiser was today, and uh, yep. Raymond took the uh, caveman's corner trip out there and he hooked up uh, Michael Stevens, got some pizza from out there. Uh, some caveman's corner love to Mike Stevens and uh, Sean Doyle to uh, fund their ISKA trip to Germany so they will beat people up for the United States of America. Let's go! Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I love that guy. That guy's awesome. Yeah. And he's a really good kickbox. So they come in and train with you guys still, or? Mikey Stevens? Uh, yeah. Yeah, not as often as, like, other people, but we do see him every once in a while. You know, it's real good work <laughs> to get in there with him. Yeah. So. He's a savage, those big eyes of his, to see everything. Like, it's always wide open. I love him as that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm always, like, aiming for his eyes because, actually, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to be a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> people are people, too. <laughs> yeah, there are a whole lot of people. All in one. <laughs> That's my cousin. He's a little fat. Yeah, I'm they sorry, Anthony, you're not really people. fat. You're just big bone. On the census. <laughs> Big, yeah, he trains too, oh. right? Ray, that'd be a good good partner for you. He actually uh-huh. has his ankle though, so look out for him. <laughs> yeah, he's a good kid. Um, what are you guys' future goals in MMA? UFC World Champions, one thirty five and one twenty five, simultaneously holding the belt. Oh, that'd be awesome. And that's just what it has to be because why else are we doing this? Why, I mean, why, it's fun, you know, but like it's not fun unless you're trying to climb the ladder. You know, like if you're just fighting whoever, whenever, and you're just not going up, like then it's more of a hobby rather than a lifestyle, you know. And I feel like it's more mentally healthy for it to be your lifestyle rather than just like a small hobby, you know. Yeah, because especially like when you think about it as a hobby, then you're never going to be the best you can possibly be. And you're probably just going to get your ass kicked the whole time. And then your girlfriend's going to be like, oh, honey, you got a lot of bruises on your face. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to take like eight months off. And then you're just never anything, you know, and like you're probably like three and seven or something. And you're like 30 years old. So I just think that it should be more of a lifestyle and you should just. You know, like commit to it. So, time out, time out. For the seven people on YouTube, please like and subscribe. All right, time in. <laughs> that, was, that was a great plug, Ray. Good work, dude. Yeah, I know. See so many people on YouTube. Case they forgot to do that, we had to just put that in there. But um, what do you think, Brian? I don't want your brother to talk over you there. I know you look like you're about to say something, then you just got real quiet. So, uh, I was totally, I was totally, I was, I was waiting my turn. Um, yeah. So, when we get into stuff, we don't, I'm not just here just to do it. You know, we're not here just to do it. We have clearly, we want to get uh, to the next level always. That's what we're always striving for in everything that we do in our life, not just this, but. Um, when it comes to this, yeah, definitely we want to, you know, be the best and we know that we're not going to, you know, maybe not be the best when we start out, but we got to stick with it. And that's why, uh, you can't just do it for a little bit and then 
take a lot of time off and then do a little bit. And yeah, when you're injured, you got to take time off. But when it comes to the dedication behind the sport, dedication is something that we both have. And that's what we're, that's what you can expect out of us is to be dedicated throughout this and keep on giving up what we got and trying. So no matter what happens, win or lose, uh, we always bounce back and we're going to keep on trying to get up that ladder. So that's what I have to say. Yeah, the first goal, obviously, number one goal, belt. We just got to get a belt. And then the second goal, you know, like a defense or, you know, maybe even screw it. I want to be a double champ probably and then pro, something like that. Um, But, yeah, you know, small little milestones, slowly climbing up. You know, we're not just doing it just to do it. Um, yeah, honestly, I just like the individuality of it. I like the combat aspect of it. Um, yeah, exactly. Jiu-jitsu and MMA need to be your lifestyle. Honestly, I feel like, I feel like that would help a lot of people out there. You know, if, if more people kind of like migrated over to it, um, I kind of feel like that's where the sport is going. Like, I feel like there's a lot more people fighting now, a lot more people training now than there was a few years ago. And it's only going to get more. Yeah. Yeah. It has to do with the technology nowadays where a lot of people, you know, are, are feeling depressed and a lot of people are feeling disconnected and people are just so sick of all the, the negative bad feelings and all the things that are going down in the world that we just got to take action. And then people find it through this sport. They take action and they realize that they like it and they got to keep going to it. And I think that's the reason why that it's growing in my opinion is that people really uh, are feeling that they got to do something and they get out there and then they end up loving it. So or they're on TikTok watching girls dance, mm. and then they randomly come across like some dude boxing, and he's like, mm, "Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think I want to start doing that." So, yep. I don't know. That's the like, girl or the boxing. The girl, the girl, the girl. He just yeah, that's what the, right I was sure where going. Like, I was like, I was lost. <laughs> so uh, tickets are now officially on sale for uh, K four. Uh, you can go to the website and uh, pick them up. Um, normally, you put in the last name. So for you guys, you put in the full name. Like I'm not. Do you know how your uh, your commissions are working? Or which one is number one and which one is number two? <laughs> they put uh, the last name number one. We're not exactly sure. Like we got like we we got our promo codes, but I, I can't remember exactly what they were. They're, we're really, not, they're really similar. We didn't have any kind of say in it. Yeah. We just got told what the promo code yeah. was. But, I'd have to look. Uh, it's probably not going to matter because no matter how many people that I tell use my last name as my promo code, I'm still going to get zero people unless I like <laughs> physically sell the tickets myself. I think I made I made full contact promotion a thousand dollars for my first fight, and I only took home like one eighty. But I, I mean, like that was cool. But the hospital bill was like $500. So I was like, bro, I just lost $320 for a black eye and an L. That kind of sucked. But it is what it is. 
I mean, yeah. maybe people will use the promo code this time, but I feel like that's a little bit you, too You got to be optimistic. Complicated. You got to be yeah. optimistic about it, all right? Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. going to be the one. This is yeah. going to be the one. Yeah. Everyone's going to use my yeah, promo code this yeah. time. Yeah. And then, yep. And yeah. And then he's just going to throw it in the community ball that we have here. There you go. Mikasa Sukasa. Yeah. Yep. We share around here. Bro, yeah. I don't even know where the community cool. bowl is. Uh, it's right there. <laughs> up, shoe rack above the shoe rack. Oh, right there in the whip. Fit. Right there by the whip and the giant dodo. <laughs> that's, that's the other one. Uh, that's, that's the, the other, other one. The <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Wrong bowl. <laughs> but uh can't, Ray's got all the little tentacle ones. I was gonna get him one for Christmas, but he has every one already. Like I collected the whole <laughs> I collected the whole collection. I want all the, all, I got all the colors. Yo, those tentacle ones are expensive. I was looking to really get you one for a gift and they're like 80 bucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had to go on the street and make some more money. Yeah. We need to do we need to do better. More sponsors to the podcast. We need um a tentacle dildo sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> help help me support Ray's habits. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh we'll, we're gonna post a video on how to uh add the promo code. So make sure when you guys buy tickets, it really helps the fighters out. Uh use our last name for the promo code. Uh, I don't know. They're, they'll they'll have their promo codes. Uh, if you send it to Ray, I'll link it to this video and repost it, and then uh, it'll be right in there. You can just click the link, and then it'll help help you guys out. Oh yeah. Uh, also, we're gonna post a video on how to add the links. I seen one on uh, on Josh Reichardt's page because he's very good at marketing himself. I'm gonna <laughs> copy it and video it, and then I'll put it on the Caveman's Corner so you can uh, people can see how to do it and add uh, add the promo code for you guys. So, uh, what's your favorite submission? What's your guy's favorite submission? Mm. You always talk first, so you go first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Joint locks, arm bars, and knee bars. They're just fun. Um, I feel like there are so many ways you can get it, and you don't even have to be right in order to joint lock somebody, which is like the good part about it. Because if you want to choke them out, you got to get around their neck. You know, you have to get a good grip. If you're going to armbar somebody, you can armbar somebody from your feet. You can armbar somebody from a really weird position. And you can also use it to open up other moves. You can use it to scramble. You can use an armbar to literally stand up. Um, and like with knee bars, if someone has back control, I did this in in my most recent fight. Um, you can just fucking grab their leg, pull it up to you. They're going to fall on their ass. And now you got a knee bar um, or a knee bar attempt. Um, but yeah, it would have to be arm bars and knee bars, honestly. I can tell you, you spent a lot of time with Primo. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Me? Yep. I got to say, uh, there's, I don't know, there, there's something about being on their back, choking them, that is just kind of seals the deal for me. I despise that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, well, when, once you get to that certain position, 
where like you got you, fat arms. I can't. Like, like you know, you know, you got it. You know, you know, you got it. There's not a lot of wiggle room. There's not a lot of struggle. So that would be a position that would be my favorite to to be in is one where I know that there is no escape. Once you got him locked in, you got to be confident in that position. Uh, so if I'm not in a in a choking position, I would say, uh, you know, wrist locks are kind of fun. I got to go wrist lock because it's it's sneaky. You know, it's cool. Yeah, you never know when it's going to happen. You know, it, it could happen from a lot of different places. So, bro, I feel like we should allied. Definitely should have lied. Well, that's why. What I, if our opponents <laughs> watch? Oh well. Yeah. Um. I love rear naked chokes, toe holds, wrist locks, and throwing elbows. Yeah. My my go to is uh, is a uh, heel hook. Yeah. Yeah. Heel hook. That's yep. it. Yep. Yep. Heel hook. Yeah. Toe holds actually my favorite submission, so that's kind of cool. I like finding yeah. people's toes up. Yeah, but they're not legal and amateur. That's not very cool. I would totally go home with DQ and a broken ankle. That's it's a win in my book. Yeah. <laughs> if they carry them out and you you made that happen, like whatever, that's still a win. I'll just say that I thought his foot was supposed to bend that way, and it didn't. They uh they jumped into MMA because uh they like to beat each other up pretty much and uh, they they want to do it the from the time they wrestled then uh, Dan yeah. got back from the Navy and he jumped in and then Brian followed suit Marines. yeah Marines. stop coming late man watch the whole joint jeez cousins can't be nowhere on time <laughs> pretty soon my cousin gonna beat me up like your cousin beat you up Ray oh yeah when you actually make it to the gym you know what. Oh, look at what Sensei Aaron says. What do you say? Sensei Aaron's like choking everyone. <laughs> Congrats He's on your brown belt, Sensei um, Aaron. Yeah. Sensei Aaron, there's another 35er coming your way, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. He loves his guillotine. I know he that. He does. <laughs> He's got the perfect size forearms for it. <laughs> I spent a lot of time alone. My forearms are perfect for choking. Yeah. <clears throat> Mine are the perfect size to throw a, a really meaty cross face. <laughs> I like it. You got like the elbow oh, that's that really just the forearm. It's not even an elbow. There's not even an elbow in there. Yeah. Factual. Like my forearm probably feels like my elbow, honestly, because it's just all meat. It doesn't matter what I'm hitting you with. <laughs> but um, I just have an image of you like yeah. hammer fisting the shit out of some poor kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hammer fists are just way too fun. It just uh, sounds zero cool padding, too. dude. It's just straight bone. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I always love Sense of Aaron. That's awesome. That's the best one they watch. Yeah. Always watch together. Um, you guys got any sponsors, I think? Not yet. Um, I wanted to start looking into it, but, you know, I just haven't started yet. Honestly, that's the, that's the honest answer. It like never really crossed my mind for some reason. Like I was always thinking that I just had to train every day and like, that was 
it's more of like a tunnel vision thing. Like I'm just, as long as I get to the gym, as long as I put the work in, then the results will show. So, but, but yeah, sponsors would be a good idea. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't fully understand. I don't fully understand uh, all that stuff yet with, with just starting and stuff, but when it comes to it, I have some ideas. So that's definitely in the cards, but I just haven't given it much thought because, you know, just starting out so far. So, yeah, it's, um, it's tough because you have to spend, you do have to put time into it. You have to like look around for people that that sponsor you, give you some money, put their, their name on your t-shirt or your shorts or, or like even just give you, give you stuff to use and, and promote. Um, it's definitely worth the investment and the time of doing it. I mean, if, especially if you guys want to do it full time and both of you guys are going to have like very good winning records. So it's something to look into. And as you get more and more wins, you know, you charge more and more money and make like there's packages you can offer people. And like, there's a whole bunch of things. There's a lot of ways to do it. There's a lot of stuff online to look up or talk to Ray or me or uh, as sponsors are where it's at. Sponsorship packages. Yeah. Aaron's just jumping in right now with, with sponsorship packages. Um, Thank you, then, Sensei. Yeah, you can uh, you can <laughs> give them like uh, you know, so so many social media hits. Do more podcasts. You always put your sponsors out. And, yep. Uh, you know, wear the t-shirt. You sponsor in Brooklyn? Yes, I am. <laughs> this oh, podcast is brought to you by Brooklyn. No, this spot this podcast is brought to you by JCR Transport. So thank yes. you once again, JCR Transport, for supporting our podcast. Uh, and we, we always jump them in. And uh, thank you to Integrity Martial Arts as well for also supporting our podcast. And uh, Ray, you got to get your uh, your friend that sells the hats to support our podcast too. Okay. Oh, here's a good question from Mel. Would you guys ever fight each other in the ring? Ooh. Absolutely not. Never. Never. Not even for $5 million, I wouldn't do it. I would much rather just be broke. I don't know. I think Brian might do it. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do it, bro. Good luck. There ain't no way that you're going to convince me, dude. You would have to do some shady shit to me for me to want to fight you, bro. Yeah. Well, well, $5 million? You'd have to ruin my life for me to fight you, bro. Let, let, let's explain this. Let's explain this. Because we, as, as much as we... We're a lo- team. As much as we love to fight each other growing up and always, like, had that towards each other and ferocity and all that and the competitiveness is when it really comes down to, okay, who is better? We're actually going to fight and to the point where we have to beat each other to the point where another one of us submits to the other one to go that far against each other when we're so used to working together and always being there for each other, no matter how much, how bad we do fight. That's just a line that we're not going to cross because I would not feel good about myself if I beat up my brother <laughs> in front of everybody just to make myself look better. I wouldn't personally do that. It's not who I am. He wouldn't do it either. And that's not really who we are. We're not going to uh, hurt somebody that is close to us just to make us more likable or seem better to everyone else so that's line we won't cross yeah i'd probably cut the world championship belt in half and then he would just walk around with half the belt and i would have the other half of the belt honestly because i know for a fact that we just go back and forth um 
And like, even when we roll, like when we get the practice, we'll warm up and then it'll be like, bro, you're so fucking good. Like, like we're both like just so good that 90% of the time it's just a stalemate. You know, it's kind of like you're, it's kind of like you're wrestling like yourself almost yeah. because we are twins and we have the same exact body type and we've done like the same things and we've been to most of the same places and we just know what each other know because we're just, you know, like constantly sharing knowledge. So it's, it's literally a mirror image of myself that I have to wrestle with that I have to spar. Yeah. There's, there's not much that I would know that he doesn't because as soon as we learn something new, we're using it and putting it on the other guy. So we both get better. So we're not keep, we're not like keeping secrets like from each other to, to make one better than the other. No, we're, we're always working together. We always want to share because first of all, if we think something is awesome, if we think we're we're a beast, we're obviously gonna show up to the other one about it. You know, we're not just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep it in. No, we always gotta throw it out there. So, because the 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 criticism is there, where if we, uh, you know, mess this up a little bit, then I got him to show me that what I messed up on. Because it's hard to critique yourself if you can't, you know, see see and feel everything that you're doing. So. Yeah, we're always working together. But I have a really good idea. Why don't we fight, but we just script it like a WWE match. And everybody just goes fucking crazy. They're, like, freaking out. And we're doing, like, backflips and stuff. And we're just fine. Like, we don't even land a punch. That would be the only way that I would do it. 50 <laughs> million. Well, no, actually. I would do it for, like, any kind of money. Show but, but, you know, this... I would never actually punch him in the face unless we're wearing gloves and we're training. Yeah, he definitely but. punched me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, we, we, no, no, yeah, I punch him a lot. Yeah, yeah. We're like, managing, we will, we will. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't say that. That's a little bit too. That's too much. Yeah, I would have. To we be. do punch <laughs> each other. In the, yeah. John gives you the the thumbs up. Like that's awesome, or whatever that is. The shocker, maybe. It's awesome. On. Yeah, it's the shocker. The shocker. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> poor Miss Duffy. I'm sorry, Miss Duffy. I apologize. <laughs> boys. Why you crazy. Idea in my head. Uh, <laughs> all righty. Now, do you guys like fighting off your backs? Absolutely. I know you guys. I, I know you guys are wrestlers. You like your wrestlers and stuff, but like, could you fight off your back if somebody was to put you on your back? I was on my back every single wrestling match for at least a few seconds. Uh, but I still had a winning record and over a hundred wins. So I don't really care. I love being on my back. It's very cozy down there. Um, all of my PTSD is gone. And uh, yeah, I just like fighting off my back because like they think that they're in control, but they're falling right into my trap. Do I know what that trap is? Absolutely not. I just make shit up, but I love fighting off my back. How about you, Brian? Well, it took me a second to uh, make the switch because I was so used to never going to my back. <laughs> never, ever. Uh, the, like he said, the, the guy that I faced that would go to a state tournament and he would pin everybody he faces, he never turned me once. Couldn't get me 
couldn't get back points on me. Four-time national champ couldn't turn. Couldn't turn. National me. champ. Couldn't, couldn't he turn. He literally won by, by I think it was a technical pinfall, which is yeah. you get like 15 points and you pin him. And no, he no. couldn't even turn right. So, yeah. And, uh, yep. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, going to the fighting off your back part of it, uh, it took a lot for me to get that in my head where, okay, the guy's behind me. Maybe I should turn into him. So, yeah. So, I would be on my back, and my instinct would be get off my back and face the guy. But if I'm in a position where I'm stuck on my back, I'm okay with it because I, I try to be – I have to teach myself to be aware of what's going on and I'm okay because I ain't going to get pinned. So I'm okay. Can't get pinned. What are you going to do to me? All right. I'm just going to defend a little bit. Maybe get away, get to my feet, you know, maybe hang on. Maybe, you know, you never really, I like to uh, not stay in the same place for very long. So if I do get put to my back, you're going to see me move. So, I'm on my back like this, dude. Like a nice little day at the beach. I'm like, all right, bro, come here, dude. Let me just kick you. Hold on. Oh, oh man. It's all a triangle setup. Don't worry. Uh, uh, <laughs> when I first made the transition from uh, wrestling to jujitsu, I just I'd always start on my back because I was so uncomfortable there at first. And uh it takes a little while to get used to it. And then after a little bit, then you get used to it and then it's hard to wrestle again. So uh don't get too used to it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's why I actually wrestle every week too. So I just go folk style wrestling practice. Boom, over the weekend and then we go back to all that MMA stuff during the week. So that actually helps me because I get to work on my wrestling and then I get to work on the other part of it too. So I like to I like to be well balanced. So that's yeah, there was a period of time where I forgot how to sprawl because of the amount of jujitsu that I was doing. And I was like, dude, how am I getting taken down? I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that a sprawl was even a thing. But, <laughs> you know, I kind of had to relearn that. <laughs> but, Your brother gave you sad eyes there for a second. He's like, Wait, who? Your brother gave you sad eyes there for a second when oh. he said, yeah, it's probably like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't sit still. I'm just I'm I'm all over the place. Looking around. Yeah. Not my fault. Always been this way. Always moving. So Alright. Yeah. It's a it's about that time. What are you guys' predictions for the fight? Um, still learn about the fights. Are you guys allowed to be in each other's corner for the fighter because you both have fights? It's not a thing. Um one of them is not going to be able to be in the corner for the other one because uh, the one's going to be stuck in the locker room when the other one fights. But after the first guy fights, you're allowed to come out with your brother, right? Like so, one of you will have the other one in the corner. Probably, uh, probably yeah. Dan, because you're probably later in the car, right, Dan? More than likely, uh, yeah. I'm probably like this. I don't know. Last time I was the second MMA fight or the third, so I have a feeling that Brian will be. Probably like the first two, sure. and then I'll be right after. Probably, that's what I'm thinking. So, uh, my my gut feeling would say I'm probably going to be up starting it off. So, that's what I that's what I think. I don't know. My gut is it always right? No, but 
I yeah. Hey, Brian, this time. hey Brian, did you fight before? Or this your first fight? This would be my first one. So, so he definitely yeah. be. So he does run the Muay Thai first, then into the MMA, then into the right. uh, Thai title fights, then into the pro fights. So you're probably in, in the middle of the card at least because the kickboxing is a little bit for you. Or right. at least it has in the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. Past that as far as the, once you get to the MMA. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the close, MMA. Yeah. Like I was like the second or third MMA. So it was, mm -hmm. you know, like seven or eight o'clock at night. But um, yeah, Uh. My predictions for the fight for Brian, I will say, um, first round, first round. I'm not trying to be that guy. First round win. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, Heath Ledger. Uh, for me, I mean, sorry, I don't really like. I'm not like a Muhammad Ali. I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop him in the third, or I don't know. I'm just gonna go out there. And I'm gonna fight, and I'm I'm just gonna do what I do best, primal instinct. Um, I mean, I guess I could try to end it in a certain round, but I've never really been one to like predict when I was gonna do it. But I will say, yo, I'm gonna hit this move, and then I hit that move, and then I'll be like, I'm gonna hit these five moves during that fight. And I would say 99% of the time, I hit all of those moves. And I don't even know that I'm going to hit that move. I just accidentally do it. So, um, yeah, like most of my moves, honestly, they're from like a Hollywood movie. And like, I, I'm like, I really just did that. I just did him dirty. So, yeah, uh, my prediction for my fight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do him dirty a few times at least. Um, as far as like all of the in between, like, are we, how am I are we gonna see? Hey Dan, are we gonna see any more slams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say, I'd say at least, yeah. There, I try to do at least three or four really cool things in every single fight. So, um, a slam will definitely be one of them. If it's not a slam, it's gonna be a crazy kick. Or a punch that just should not have done it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, or it'll be a made up submission that almost works. And then I actually get a real submission. I'm like, hey, that worked. Yeah. But um but yeah, just a whole lot of craziness, a whole lot of Hollywood movie shit. And uh I just like going out there just having fun. So you should definitely fan the first Finish it in the first. You don't get paid for overtime, dog. Just get in there and get out. Yeah, get in there, do what you got to do, and, and get out. Yeah, but, like, let's say hypothetically I win in eight seconds because I'm that awesome. Okay. I'm just going to walk away like, man, I still want to punch people. So, eight seconds is four seconds too slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Brian, what about you, man? My turn. What do you think? My prediction. Well, I think for you, bro, you're going to – well, what I'd like to see is you come out on top out there. <laughs> so – and I'd like to see you get a finish in this fight. I think he's going to get a finish in this fight. So I don't, 
So that's my knockout prediction or submission. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, there crazy, is a lot of limb know, that I, I have to work with. Yeah. Lots of limb. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. That crazy kick. I wouldn't say it's going to be a crazy kick knockout, but <laughs> submission. I don't I think, think of my foot could even reach his face. I'm thinking. Hear me <laughs> out. Get you All right. Stop. Second round. Second round submission. All right. That's what I'm thinking. That's my prediction like for it. him. For me, I'm going to go out there and uh, yeah, first period. I'm thinking uh, that's when I'm going to try to end it, first period. How? Well, I'm not going to get in too much detail, but so start off strong and finish strong. So, And if it goes the distance, well, I'm ready for that. But my prediction is going to try to end it before the end of the match. So, I love the song of that. I love that you still call it periods, too. You can tell you're a rookie. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you did. It's, it's rounds, bro. It's rounds. rounds. <laughs> it's okay. Right. I was going to run your record. It. It's good. I'll take and, it. And um, I can't wait to see to interview you guys in the ring after I do the post fight interviews. So um, I'll definitely be interviewing you. And I'll be like, hey, Brian, you finally get a chance to talk. So uh, <laughs> your brother can't cut you off right now. What do you got to say? I can't wait to do that. Uh, from Coach Show, don't get into too much detail, Miss uh, Duffy. Yeah, I don't think I've, I don't think I've told the truth this whole podcast. Especially like, about the church. I girl. mean, the only thing that I wasn't lying about was the whip hanging on the wall. And the pink I, I believe that. That's still not yeah. gonna pan over there, but I believe them. <laughs> Oh man! Nah, I'm just joking. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, you got me going too. I was like, I was looking at the comment. I was like, oh shit, he's gonna show us, and then you you blew me over. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys very much. We're gonna get out of here for now. Um, don't forget, guys, at the fight uh, October 28th, um, K4. Go to the website. You can get uh, the ticket sales uh, commission for them. I'm sorry. Let me start this whole thing all over again. Go to the, the K4 website for October 28th. Uh, buy a ticket from these guys. We will post the ticket information um, in the post for this podcast. And you can just go there. You can click on the link and then put in their last name so they get a uh, commission for the for the ticket sales. Please support a fighter. Woohoo, Baker Boys. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. We've got the Baker Boys. Thank you guys so much for coming on the K-Man's Corner Podcast. Like always, if you're still watching, make sure you like, support, uh, subscribe to everything that we got. Thank you to JCR Transport. Thank you to Integrity Martial Arts. With that, we're out of here. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace.